This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Everybody talks about Kevin the prankster, and has he ever pranked you? Well, I shouldn't say I'm off limits because as the minute I say that, he's going to come and get me. But I think there's that unspoken rule that don't mess with me because yeah. I, you know, I know where you sleep at night. Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. All right, welcome to Fast Lane Family. In studio today, I've got Delana Harvick, the wife of JRM's most recent race winner, Kevin. Uh, they're both here this morning uh, visiting with us, so it's good to have you guys. First off, I was thrilled to be in Victory Lane with you all. I, I didn't even know you were there, so it was so <laughs> nice to see you. Actually, I'm right before the race, and I was like, oh, good. You know, yeah. I hope you know you could be there and be in Victory Lane. And, and I know they've been close a couple times, and yeah. so just to get to Victory Lane, I know, was a relief for everybody. Yeah, it was really good. I knew you were there because I saw your um, tweet about riding up with uh, Josh. <laughs> it was the trip from hell, but <laughs> we finally got there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was, um, one of my, one of my thoughts was I wanted to ask you just exactly how much time does Josh spend with you guys? <laughs> Josh is with us a lot. I, I all the know, time. All the time. And, um, he lives close to us. So if something yeah. doesn't get done, you know, in the office or whatever, he just he happens run to over. pop by, right. which is fine. It actually works out really well. And I know we give him a, a hard time, but he's, he's a great <laughs> he guy and he's, you know, he never stops and he would do anything for Kevin and I, but yeah. As far as his entertainment value, it's high. <laughs> that, that probably just meshes well. It does. <laughs> like the entertainment value of the three of you guys is uh, well worth it. So much like me, you grew up in racing. I mm-hmm. want you to talk about that and talk about your dad and, and his involvement in the sport and kind of growing up around racetracks. Well, I did grow up in racing like you, just not on the same scale. Um, my dad uh, raced in the Nationwide Series or Late Model Sportsman or, you know, back in the day. Um, but he never really had, you know, a lot of the sponsorship backing. I mean, I, I would go to races in a cube van in the open trailer, and that's how we would get to <laughs> races and ride. And those are some of my fondest memories. But, yeah, actually, I was almost born at Careway um, in North Carolina. My dad was racing, and my mom went into labor, and he sent her on to the hospital. He said, I got the feature to run, go to the hospital. And he ended up winning the feature, got to the hospital. I was born and three weeks later I was at a racetrack and really history from there yeah I've never really not been at a racetrack the the stories are so similar because we told the same about my dad and mom and and the day I came home from the hospital my dad was racing and the the same thing through the 70s and early 80s for us you know I remember the ride riding to the racetrack in the vans the open trailers all that fun stuff and that was that was good stuff I was you know already pretty much I mean, in high school, going to college when my dad, you know, was really on fire there in mm-hmm. the in the late eighties and nineties. So I have a lot of the same fun. But memories. they're good memories. They they're are. really. I mean, my dad in the, in the cube van that we had, there was a bucket back there because he would not stop to let me go to the bathroom, <laughs> and I I literally had to go to the bathroom all the time. So he finally just got a bucket and was like, "If you got to go, shut the door and go," because oh. you know you, you got to get to the racetrack yeah. and get practice and qualifying. But I'll never forget we got one of those Crescent Cruiser vans, like you know those big bands and. I thought we were like living the high life because I didn't have to ride in the cube van and I could actually ride in style. But I, I literally, that's how I grew up going to the track. And, and I wouldn't trade that in those memories and that time with my dad or yeah. my mom too. I mean, my mom traveled as well. So yeah. those were, those were good times. Good stuff. What about racing? You, you tried your hand at that too, didn't you? I had always wanted to race, but my dad was just not down with me racing. He was, you know, kind of one of those old school Southern gentlemen and girls just didn't do that. And well, I was not an old school Southern girl. I was very <laughs> independent and very much knew that I wanted to race, but it was always a constant battle. You know, I would, they would try to make me do brownies and cheerleading and just girl things. And finally, I just said, I'm not going to do it. And he said, well, if you graduate from college, I will 
I'll get you a car. I mean, clearly yeah. that's way too late. I mean, I I, I wanted to <laughs> not race. really then. I mean, not not terribly. Yeah, but late, I mean, but you know, you were racing. I did the same thing. You were right racing. After college. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, these guys, you know, I mean, I saw that Ella Gordon was in a car, and you know, she's so young, and Kevin started when he was five, yeah. and so in the grand scheme of things, he knew what he was doing, and it was yeah. way too late. But um, I got a car and ran a little bit, um, and but then right after that, I met Kevin, and it just just wasn't yeah. for me it wasn't my time and it just didn't happen yeah same thing for me and people always ask me that you know why didn't you keep racing and and the same thing I my dad wanted me to go to college I went to college I got a job I started doing well on my job I started moving up and you know just um life, life. circumstances yeah, exactly life happens. changed things for me so talk about meeting Kevin um and I read a story about this so I kind of wanted you to to, to go further with kind of what struck um you uh when you met Kevin and what did you like about him well, to be honest with you, the, I had actually, um, Todd Barrier, who worked at RCR and was Kevin's crew chief when he came in to run the Nationwide Series, he and my, his dad and my dad raced together growing up. So I grew up with Todd as sort of my big brother because I don't have any brothers and sisters. And I was always Todd's fallback of, you know, Todd was always into cars, so he never had girlfriends. And if he needed a date, he would always call me and say, can you go <laughs> with me? You know, if you'd never wanted to show up somewhere alone, sure. And she put that in quotes now, a date. A date, yeah. I mean, he is he is still like my big brother. There was never anything, you know, right. romance there. I mean, he literally was my big brother. And he said, I've got this RCR Christmas party. It's a sit-down dinner. Like, I really need somebody to go with me. And I said, okay. I said, but I've got a friend in town from L.A. Is there anyone you could find her to go with? And he said, give me a minute. I'll work on that. Calls me back the day before. Yeah, there's this kid. He's coming in. He's going to he's gonna drive the nationwide car next year. And I said, as long as he's not a jerk, I don't want to set her up with a jerk. Yeah. No, he's fine. I never, I didn't know that he had never met him before. So he's setting my friend up. And I'm setting her up with Kevin, who I don't know. And uh, we walk in, and we're a little bit late. And Kevin fires off a sarcastic remark, and I fire back. And that was kind of it. Through the whole night, you know, my friend and Kevin never really meshed. It just didn't work out. And... We were getting ready to leave, and, and Kevin asked Todd, because he didn't know. He just knew I was yeah, there with Todd, the, the, the whole backstory. Relationship, right. And he said, you know, are, are you guys together? And Todd's like, oh, no, this is she's my sister. And he said, well, could I call her? And Todd said, well, sure. And I thought, okay. So he said, he goes, I'm, I'm going to call you tomorrow. And I thought, okay. Okay, whatever. <laughs> sure enough, he called me the next day. We went to dinner, and we've really never been apart since That's that day. Yeah. That's awesome. So the the smart ass comment got you. <laughs> it was. I mean, and, and honestly, I mean, clearly people know what a smart ass Kevin is, and I'm I'm a smart ass myself, yeah. and I'm pretty outgoing, and I I will tell you what I think, and I don't know. I think our personalities just mesh because, physically speaking, from what I had dated, you know, through you know high school, college, whatever, in my dating life, Kevin physically was not <laughs> anything. You know, I remember bringing him home and. I, I used to date, you know, football players or baseball players. It's just I never, never in my life did I date anybody in racing. I just, yeah. that was kind of my thing. I just, that was my job, and I wasn't going to date anybody in that arena. And so I brought him home. My dad was like, he's kind of little, isn't he? And I said, well, you know, I, I kind of like him. And so it just, it all worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. So you talked about your personalities, and, um, you know, I kind of describe it. You're both outgoing, pretty much tell it like it is, honest book. Somebody asks you a question, you give them the honest answer straight mm -hmm. between the eyes. So with all of that going on, what do you guys do to, to kind of unwind in downtime? What's private time for Kevin and Delena? I know this is going to sound odd, but we're still kind of learning that, to be honest, because, you know, right after KHI, uh, we shut KHI down, we had Keelan. Mm -hmm. So we're just now starting to figure out what, 
a lot of people consider normal everyday life right. to some degree because I mean it was racing from the time we got up to the time we went to bed and it wasn't a you know a nine to five job I mean you know you yeah. know what it's like to, yep. to run a race team so honestly now it's learning to to be a parent and to have that off time I mean we go to the beach now a lot more than we ever ever did just because we have the time right and and now I'm having to find things to do with Keelan because why well, he loves racing he loves being around his dad he needs to, you know, go to the beach and yeah. play. And, you know, we would love for him to play golf and just taking him out and doing things. Yeah, he I mean, needs to understand everything else that's out there. Yeah, because the there thing. is a whole big yeah. world out there yeah. other yeah. than racing. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, yeah, it's funny that you say that because for us, life is uh, LW and I and the kids and coming here every day working. And, you know, we talk to people and, and they're like, you guys, you you just need to slow down. And it's like, we can't. Mm -hmm. Like, we look at our life and we say, what can we take out of our life, Okay can't take out the three kids we can't take out the business okay so <laughs> what so can what we now? take out right <laughs> because it just consumes us and um so the same thing for us is like can we find two hours this week to do xyz nope can't find it this week we traveled to richmond you know we've got busy days you know this week and we'll have to find that maybe next saturday <laughs> so i was going to ask you with with racing now and i mean did you know that this is something that maybe the girls wanted to do or i mean did you know or not really? I mean, I, I did not, I have not really exposed my girls to racing. Right. You know, and um, not other than us traveling to the races and whatnot. But, you know, I didn't, we didn't buy a go-kart at age three or two or four or any of that kind of thing. This was, you know, Carson getting involved was actually a conversation between her and Jimmy and the series that she runs. And, and he said, hey, you know, you want to try this out? And she said, sure. And at first, in the first year, I didn't really think that she was going to stick with it. And she just got better and better and more determined. And as she got better, she liked it more because she likes to be the queen of everything. That's Carson. So, but so. as a mom, are you just thinking, oh, my God. You know, as a mom, I'm thinking surely something else will change. You know, surely something will come in and change their mind. And Carson, with this broadcasting and the yeah. things that she's gotten involved in, um, I've I want her to eventually do what she wants to do, but it's, for me, I know how hard it is to be a race car driver, and, and you know, everybody's not going to make it. There's 43 or so, you know, now in the Bush Series, in the Nationwide Series, there's 40, but, you know, roughly 40-some people that can make three series, the top series, and, I mean, if that's really what she wants to do, that's great, but I think there's so much more out there for her, yeah. you know, and I, I encourage the dance because I think she's, she's always been a performer. She loves to sing. I encourage her to dance and she's done gymnastics. She's done competition stuff for, to just be well-rounded in, mm -hmm. in the sense that if she ever gets that opportunity to perform or act or who knows, she, I told her she could be a great choreographer. There's so many things that she yeah. could do. So I just, Kevin and I always talk about this and, you know, we always joke about golf and obviously you <laughs> want your child to do what makes them happy. Right. But you know, what if, what if Keelan does come to us and ask to race? And I don't, I don't know what I would say. I don't, you know, you certainly want to foster that and, and their, their interest, but it's so hard. It and is. I mean, like you, to your point, there's 43 guys or girls out there and I don't know. I just, yeah. I just know what a tough, hard road it is. And, and to be honest with you, just because you're out there doesn't mean you should be you, out you there. You can do it. Exactly. You know, and yep. that's a hard reality of this business yes. and it's not an easy business. Yeah. And that's not something you want to tell your child, no, no. matter, no matter what sport it is, you know, right. if it's basketball or football or Dale was that way growing up. I mean, he was this little short kid and he wanted to try sports and do sports, but literally they didn't want to pick him, you yeah. know, <laughs> and thank goodness we went to the military school, um, really for both of us because we got to do sports 
there it was, you know, come one, come all kind mm -hmm. of kind of theory and um you got to play sports and, and pretty much try and do anything that you wanted to maybe you didn't get a lot of play time in the sport but right. you at least got you to sit included. on the bench yeah. right you are part of the yeah. team yeah I guess so that. that's something from a parent standpoint that you um that this whole theory of everybody wins you know in the parenting world these days it, it's just all hard it's very you know? hard and I'm st and I'm learning all these lessons yeah. of how to you know he's he's not that old yet but you know and how do you sort of keep them grounded and realistic but not crush you know sort of that crush spirit dreams. and dreams and that's that's a tough because I don't want Keelan to grow up thinking he can he's the greatest at everything yeah. I mean I want him to try yeah. but you know if he's not that good then let's move on to something else that if, if he loves it he loves it that's yeah. going to be great but that's a hard role as a parent I think to sort of foster yeah. that creativity yet not false hope of whatever and, I, and I'm not saying yes. they all have to be professional athletes they don't no not they at all. have to have an outlet to get out and do fun things but you know when I, I'm not going to be that kind of parent that's going to if, if Keelan wants to go be an NBA basketball player well honey look at mom and dad you're it's probably <laughs> not going to happen but if you want to try we'll certainly try right yeah I think you you talk about not figuring it out and he's young but you you've got to start thinking about it now because it yeah. gets here before you know it so we're going to switch gears to more Keelan in a minute but I, I um we were just in the hallway and Kevin was headed down to see Mike Davis OMG <laughs> and um so everybody talks about Kevin the prankster and they can't wait till 360 and and he gets involved over here somewhere but has he ever pranked you and just really pissed you off like does it happen on a daily basis or he knows to leave you alone? Pretty, well, I shouldn't say I'm off limits because as the minute I say that, he's going to come and get me. But I think there's that unspoken rule that don't mess with me because yeah. I, you know, I know where you sleep at night and, and it's just kind of one of those things. And, and the hard part is mother function, uh, Josh, uh, is so easy. It, it's just, it's something that you just can't help. But, and he, he almost brings it on himself because he's the guy that, that's around and you can say, hey, why don't you go do that? No, 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 I shouldn't do that. Oh, you'll, you you should. You should go do that. Sure enough, he's going to go do it, and it's going to be funny. And you can't, I, I swear to God, people think that we make these things up with Josh. <laughs> we don't. It, it literally, it, it happens. It's it's kind of a reality series in the making, and, you know, it's just, it, he's just funny. But, no, Kevin really kind of leaves me alone, and I kind of leave him alone. It's just one of those things. That's good. I've I've told them I'm off limits too. So. I hope I hope they they do that, but I have this bad feeling that at some point you might not be. You'll give me a heads up, won't you? It, well, see, that's the problem. <laughs> you know, I, I would I would give you the heads up because I feel like you know I've got your back like that, but I don't think they'd tell me. I really don't. They probably wouldn't because they know us girls stick together. Yeah. So let's switch gears to Keelan. Um, uh, I was the parent of three, and I have Wyatt, who is uh, just a little older than Keelan. Mm -hmm. No bigger joy, in my opinion, than being a parent. I read an article when you were pregnant, and Kevin said he was going to take the carefree approach to parenting, and you were the planner. Is it working out like that? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I, I am the planner in everything that we do. I have been really shocked at how much of an overprotective parent Kevin is. I really thought it would be the other way around, that I would be the overprotective parent. And I think if Kevin could put Keelan in a bubble, he would. Um, Keelan had his first emergency room trip while we were both in California. We weren't here. And it was just like the world had ended. And, and it's a scary mm -hmm. feeling to get that phone call. But, you know, he's a boy and things are going to happen. And, and not that you let them happen on purpose, but they, they're just into everything. And he was in, in the tractor with uh, our neighbor and uh, he accidentally hit the spring-loaded door on the other side and he just fell right out. It wasn't moving. They were right. just pretending to drive because he loves tractors. But it, it's constantly. And Kevin at home is just very, very, don't do that. Don't do this. And I'm just, 
you know, it's not really going to hurt that bad. I need to let him figure, I want him to figure it out for himself. So I, I've been surprised by that. Yeah. It's figuring out the, uh, you want them to know the limit. The limit. You know, if they yep. don't know the limit, then they don't know how far to go. So I agree with the boy thing. And, and that was uh, very scary for me having the girls uh, prior to having Wyatt and the rough and tumble. And, and um, Beth Bodwin told me the story once that one of her boys, and you know, she has four, God bless her, <laughs> and uh, that he was hanging from the mistletoe over the stairway playing oh like football with the mistletoe or something. I'm like, Oh gosh. Oh, I just am not looking forward to that. So far we're in pretty You've good You've avoided shape. the emergency yeah, room. We've so avoided the emergency room, which is good. We've had our share of tumbles and, and all, but, but it's the fun. bad thing is I heard from a lot of my friends or even family. Oh, it won't be your last trip to the emergency room. And, I, know. And I think I believe that, but I don't want to believe that. But I, I think I am, pretty cool under pressure for the most part except when my kids get hurt when my kids get hurt I lose it yeah I mean I lose it I literally Carson you know has had a couple bad wrecks in racing and I just I can't that's one thing I can't even put myself in your position and and know what it must feel like to watch her and your baby I mean she's your baby and I I can't and I, I would never and I you know even with Cindy Elliott you know they showed her when Chase was getting ready to win Texas she was as cool and calm as collected as she could be and I for the most part don't get that excited when Kevin not excited but I don't get that worked up when Kevin wins nervous I did at Darlington only because I knew that was one that he wanted so bad that was something really really important to him Um, but for the most part I'm pretty calm and cool and collected and I just watched her and then I can see Chase and I'm like if if Bill and Cindy have a book of how to, I want that book because I just watch Chase and I mean he's just he's a good kid, yes. talent aside. I mean that doesn't, but I mean you, his demeanor and his personality and just a good kid. And I think and I need to I need to know a little bit about how to do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree with you there. We'll, we'll get her to write that for it. Well, no more kids for me. I don't know about you. I don't <laughs> no, know good. if I need it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I don't know if we'll need it. We can get her to write it for some other folks. So in parenting, you know, what would you describe as kind of the biggest joy? You know, everyone tells you that it's the greatest blessing of your life. And without having had a child, I thought, you know, it can't be. That. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's great, but it can't be that great. It's that great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that unbelievable to watch something that you have created, you know, grow. And, and I'll be honest, the first four to five months, I wasn't. <laughs> you weren't that into it? I wasn't. I mean, it's just one of those things where I needed that interaction with him. And I loved him. But I just, you know, Kevin, I didn't travel very much because I was, I just, he wasn't that great of a sleeper. And, and you know, so it was me at home with him. And, and I, I was struggling. I really was just because I was frustrated that Kevin's life went on. And, you know, here I would, I ran a company. I was so involved. And then all of a sudden it was me and Keelan at home and I wouldn't trade that for anything but it was a big life-changing experience for me so once about the six month rolled around and we could start to have interaction and he was you know making sounds and doing things I really really started to sort of really bond with him and then just to watch it grow and and they're so smart and they're such a sponge and they're able to they know so much more than they can communicate which is scary Mm -hmm. to me but when he comes out with these things, you know, words or whatever he does, I'm like, where did you learn that? How did you know that? And from the beginning, I'm I'm very much a talker and explainer, and I like to tell Keelan. And I don't talk to him like he's a baby. I, I just that's one of my big pet peeves. But I'll always explain things to Keelan, whether or not maybe people will say, "Oh, he can't understand that. He's too young." In my mind, if he's understanding that mommy's going to explain things to me. From the beginning, I want him to know that, and I'm, I've always been very verbal with him. I read, I would read my magazines to him. I just was constantly getting words in front of him, so I think that's helped him a lot. But just to watch him 
his interaction. He's a very laid-back, cool kind of kid. He's just, as long as something's going on, especially at the racetrack, he loves to be at the racetrack mm-hmm. and watch. He's good. Like, he doesn't need that constant stimulation constant. of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just, he'll he's chill. He likes to sit back and watch. But, man, the minute he realizes that it's daddy's getting in the car and it's time to go, he will lose it. He is a daddy's boy, which kind of pisses me off a little. <laughs> I mean, I love it. I know, but me I'm, too. I'm like, I do, I do everything for you, and then Kevin's very involved. Don't get me wrong, but I'm like, man, you don't miss me like that, or you don't. How about do you love mommy like that? But boy, when he knows when he starts to put those booties on and he starts to fidget around, he will lose his mind, yeah. just cry and cry because he knows daddy has to go to work and he yeah, can't be Wyatt's with him. Totally the same, daddy's boy. And if we're standing both at the crib in the morning to get him out of the crib, it's daddy. Oh, you know, he'll, first thing he says, daddy, yeah. daddy, daddy home, daddy. He calls for daddy, and if daddy doesn't come, he'll look at me. Even if he's smiling and he's like, moo, moo, which means move. Well, I'm all you got, buddy. So Sorry, if you want a clean diaper me. and you want breakfast, you, you better start giving mama some love. Yeah. But when it's just me, then we're like two peas in a pod. It's like he's gone for a day or two, and he kind of gets it out of his mind, and it's mommy, 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 which I love. But I understand. I, I get it there. So what do you find that you – we've talked probably a little bit about the struggle just in terms of, uh, you know – raising your kid and what you want them to be like and how that works. What's the struggle for you in parenting? The struggle is that I want, you know, an independent, strong son and and person. And he is that. But on the flip side of that, he's independent and strong. And so when mommy needs him to do certain things and that's not what he wants to do, then we have a, we have a struggle on our hands. And I, and I want that. And he's very, very hard headed, which clearly he gets that from both of us. And I, I know I'm going to be in for a little bit of a fight there, but I just want him. I just want him to be a good person. I want him to be strong and strong-willed, and and I see that in him. But as far as what he wants to do, or I, I don't care. I, I honest to God, I don't care. I just want him to be happy. Yeah, that's the main thing. And I told somebody the other day. I said I think he could actually be a Walmart greeter because anybody that comes by, he's hey, <laughs> hey, waving, bye bye, bye bye. And I'm like, well, I think that could be a career path <laughs> for you because I think you'd be good at it. That's funny. You were talking about the sponge and the words and no, obviously is every child's, they have this six month years worth of no, 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 no. And apparently I say it more than I realize yeah. because it's for a long time. He would just say, no, 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 yeah. no, mommy. Yeah. Ooh, I didn't realize I said it that right. much. And so we're on this thing with Wyatt. Um, he says he hates everything. So when it's night, night time, hate night, night, B- bath time last night, hate bubble bath, hate bubble bath. <laughs> He can hate daddy. He can hate night night. He can hate bubble bath. He can hate eating. He can hate hate cookies. And so we're like, where does this come from? Where does this come from? Well, obviously I have a teenager. So we hear that every now and then. But even driving in the driveway the other night, something was, I don't even remember what it was. And I said, I hate how that sits right there and something, something. And you say it just so, you know, organically and you don't mean anything by it. And I said, I thought to myself and I said, LW, that's probably where he gets it. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that you said that because one of the things that Kevin and I had talked about, because Kevin and I grew up very differently. He, his mom and dad are divorced. My mom and dad were, you know, I, I never saw my mom and dad fight. I mean, I, he, he says that I grew up in la-la land because that's just not normal, but it was normal to me. Mm-hmm. You know, we had dinner every night together, and this is, this is really important to me for Keelan to experience that. But Kevin and I talked a lot about leading by example, and I think that's really impacted him a lot, especially, you know, I, I know that when they put their helmets on, they kind of go into another universe, but you know, and how he reacts and responds mm-hmm. to things, because even whether it's not Keelan or it's another kid, I said, they watch you and, and they, they, 
emulate you. And so, you know, he would say, he said something the other day. He said, well, that's just stupid. Around, I mean, Keelan was around, but not about that. Mm -hmm. And I said, I don't want to hear any words like that. Only because, number one, he doesn't know what that means. And I said, he's going to use that out of context. And I said, calling things names isn't really what I want him to do. And he's like, you know, you're right. You you don't think about that. Because, you know, you're an adult and you you know what it means. and, And you know how it relates to what you're talking about in that context. But kids don't. And the same thing with, like you said. Yeah, having older sisters is the problem. <laughs> yeah. But even when you said, you know, you drove in the driveway and whether it was a pot that you hated how it sat yeah. there, you don't mean anything mm-hmm. negative about it. But why it doesn't know that, exactly. he doesn't know. And so exactly. it's it's a huge game changer in terms of leading by example. Because, you know, your mom or your dad could tell you, don't do that because I said so. And I swear to God, if I ever say because I said so, I'm going to bash my head against the wall. Because that drove me crazy when my mom and dad said that. And so my thought is, and this is why I explain things to Keelan, even when I say no, no, because this. It's not just because I said no. It's mm-hmm. because of certain things. So... I'm hoping that I can stick to that. And, and I understand sometimes you just, you're just pissed off that, you know, they're throwing everything in the floor and you're like, no, stop it. But for the most part, I've tried to sort of take a step back and, and look at it from his point of view. I mean, these are, it's a good way to learn, live life again, because I felt like even having the race teams, even being in the sport, you get a little bit jaded and you get to be a pessimist and you kind of get angry and just pissed off a lot. And so now watching the world through his eyes and maybe you feel this way with your kids it kind of brings a whole new perspective a fresh happy perspective to your life that maybe you didn't have before yeah I can definitely see that I feel that way a lot more with Wyatt because I had obviously had Carson when I was 27 in the thick of you know your career and and all the things that you're trying to do and um so with Wyatt I've I'm like that more so and, and I, I think, think that's I a good been. point that you made yeah. because I had Keelan the day after my 39th birthday and and I think my whole perspective on life just in general has changed and I don't I I never grew up wanting kids and even when Kevin and I got married I was very honest and I said I don't I don't really want kids and he has always wanted kids and you know you just get to that point in your life and I, anyway I did for me I felt like you know we had done a lot in racing and I was proud of what we had done and but there just felt like there was something missing and you you teeter with that everyone says oh it's a it's a child it's a child and I'm like but what if it's not and what if they're wrong and what if and what if and they were right um everybody was right but man it's just um it's a it's a game changer but I don't think I could have fully appreciated everything about it if I was younger I agree I agree from my perspective it's definitely uh different and having Wyatt at the same age, 39, and, and having Carson at 27, and Kennedy in between, it's, um, you're just, you just mature, your experience, just how, how, just your take on parenting him alone, you've had that opportunity to think about it, and think through it, and yeah. kind of get it out there. Well, and you, you've, so. you've been able to watch a lot of your, your friends, oh, you yeah. know, and, and I'm, I've made mistakes with the first two. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, and it's, it's a trial and, and error yeah. and I don't like that. I oh. want I need a handbook and if you can give me something to do, I can get it done. But this has been kind of, it's thrown me off my game a little yeah. bit because, <laughs> you know, all these books say to do this. Well, it doesn't affect Keelan like right. that. I'm like, man, I need, I need a good handbook. <laughs> this doesn't work. Uh-uh. So in talking about life on the road and and having Keelan in that environment and traveling, not traveling with him, I know you guys kind of don't make the West Coast and and night races and things like that. But to me, life on the road presents, you know, challenges to kind of have things normal, right? Mm -hmm. Have traditions. In your family, do you kind of have traditions that are always the one, like we go to Mama Earnhardt's, always Thanksgiving, always Christmas? And what traditions maybe you guys want to set up for 
for your family. Yeah, and it's funny that you mentioned that because last year was really, it was, the, the holidays last year were really, really hard for me because our house caught on fire right before Thanksgiving. And so he was a year and a half at that point, and, and not that he would get everything in Christmas, but it was important enough for me to really, f I felt like that it was going to be when we would really start that tradition. And we didn't get to do that in our house, and I just, I struggled. I, I was really, really upset and, and really fought through a lot of that at the holidays. So this year, yeah, we do have those. We, you know, we go to my aunt's for Thanksgiving. I always host Christmas. Um, so this year, I'm blowing it out of the water just because this is really, he'll be two and a half at this point, And hopefully now he'll kind of start to get it. Yeah, he'll so, really get into it. But I, I struggled with it. Um, and, and on the road, it, it's hard because I'm, I'm very much laid back, and I don't need a lot of things to do. He does, and he from the moment he gets up to the moment he goes to bed, he wants to be outside. He doesn't like, we don't watch TV, we don't do games, we don't do a lot of that stuff. He wants to be outside just exploring, and so at the racetrack, that's a little hard sometimes, and there's that's sometimes why we don't go. It's just we've had maybe three straight weeks, and I'm like, I need a break. Yeah, I need him to be at home so we can get out on the mule and ride around and go look at the cows and go do yeah. all these things, but he needs that, and yeah. so... Do I want to be with Kevin? A hundred percent. Want to be there all the time. But I know for Keelan, it's better sometimes that we're not there. When our house first burnt down, the motorhome was off the road and we lived there. We lived there four straight days and I'm like, this isn't going to work. Can't do this. Not, I mean, it's fine <laughs> on the road because you know you're coming home. So we ended up moving in with my mom. But thank God we have it there because he has his, uh, I, tr I tried to buy the same mattress that he sleeps on at home, the same sheets. I want to recreate that mm -hmm. because I do know that we're there a lot. Um, but I, I'm still now trying to find things to do on the road. And luckily there are so many kids now. It's so funny because I don't know, six, seven years ago, no kids. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, the lots, of small kids. lots of small kids. Yeah. And so that's good for him. But I can go to the other moms and say, where's the nearest zoo or where's mm -hmm. a museum? Or uh, so there's a lot of women that have been there, done that before yeah. me that can give me some advice. Cause I'm, I, I need that help. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and you're back in your house now. We right? are. We just yes. moved in right after Darlington. Yeah. So yeah. Scary. Fires are scary. Dale and I went through one when we were, I was in the third grade. Dale was in the first grade. It's actually what prompted us to move in with my dad. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Our, uh, we lived with our mom in Kannapolis and we had these neon circular lights and one of those caught fire in the kitchen. And uh, next thing I know, we, we have uh, one trash bag full of our belongings. We're headed to Mamaw and Hearts and, and headed to live with our dad and Teresa. So It's scary. Yeah, it is very scary. And yours happened in the middle of the night. Ours was early in the morning. So yeah, it was, and, and it was funny it was because I had woken up. I had started to cough, and um, I had woken up. And as soon as I woke up, the alarm went off. We had had a fire for about four straight days because it was cool. And, but at night, and we always let it burn out, and I thought, that's odd, and, you know, the security company calls, and I walk through there, and I said, there's no fire, there's no flames, we're fine, just don't have the fire department come, and she said, well, here's where I'm showing the alarm, and I said, well, we don't have a, a fireplace there, she said, well, why don't you go look? I went and looked, and there was three foot of black smoke all throughout my basement. And what had happened was we had converted a gas-burning fireplace to a wood-burning fireplace. Not we. We had it done. <laughs> yeah, Kevin and I were in there just converting that over. And um, something had malfunctioned with it, and the floor joist between our living room and our basement ceiling had caught on fire. Yeah. So it was burning the insulation. But we did, you would have never known. And, you know, not that I was arguing with her, but I'm like, there's no flames. It's yeah. fine. I don't, don't send anybody out. Had she not insisted, I would have gone back to bed. My house probably would have burnt down, and God forbid. Who knows? Who knows? Exactly. But it didn't happen, thank God. And Yeah, but it's scary. Yeah, very scary. 
Well, we've talked about this already. Um, Keelan's got tons of racing toys, as you post <laughs> as you post on Twitter. It's got the goat card and all the Power Wheels toys and all those fun things. And we kind of hit on this, but, you know, I'll just directly ask, you know, do, would you support him racing or, or would you steer him in another direction? Would I like to steer him in another direction? <laughs> yes. But, I mean, it, it's if how insistent he is. And, and I, this might be a fad for him right now because he sees Dada do it and, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun. And he's just now starting to figure out that he can, you know, Clint Boyer got him a four-wheeler last year for his first birthday. Well, he's just now able to start to really ride it mm-hmm. and steer it. So, for all I know, you know, Ricky Carmichael's like, well, I'm going to send him a bike. And I said, please don't. And Stuart says he's going to buy him a, a quarter midget. And I'm like, I'll shoot you. Please don't. Don't do that. But that's I struggle with that because for all the reasons we just discussed before, it's going to be really hard. But if it's something he really wants to do, I'm going to make Dad handle that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know because as a mom, do I want him to do that? No, absolutely not. I'd rather him do something much, much safer. But yeah. You know, when they come to you and they really, really want to do it, what do you say? You, you have to sort of, I don't know, stand behind them and, and support them. So I hope it doesn't come to that. I hope he wants to play baseball or there is no football. No the, football. The funny <laughs> thing, when Kevin, when we found out we were having a boy, we both looked at each other and then we both said no racing and no football. Like there's just, it's not going to happen. So uh, luckily we agreed on that, but hopefully there's soccer or something, something that he else. wants to do. <laughs> yeah. So does Kevin have brothers and sisters? He has one sister. One sister. So all these uncles in the garage are <sighs> <laughs> without you, you being the only child and, and Kevin just yeah. being one of two. So. Which is, it's really, really nice because um, I have two nephews on the West Coast and, and we FaceTime a lot. But in terms of the interaction, yeah. he's probably never going to have that other than a couple times a year. So the fact that there are lots of kids in the garage area, um, albeit girls, you know, that's, it's funny though, because um, Keelan really is very interactive with them. And I love to watch him interact with kids. Um, you know, I'm, I'm toying with getting him involved in some maybe half day programs, but I just haven't done that yet. Cause I just, I'm never going to get this time back and I don't want to let him go just yet. Not as, yeah. He's my baby and I want to hold agree on with to that. Him. I agree with that. That's a, a difficult choice. We were just thinking through the same thing with um, Wyatt and you think about they have this one-on-one time with someone during the day, you know, while we're at work. And, and I thought, well, he needs to play with other kids. And, and so we went around and visited places, and we just came back to, no, let's just keep him home. I mean, eventually we're going to have to make that sure. decision for kindergarten or whatever yeah. it is, you know. so And that's a whole nother yeah. stressor for me. <laughs> School, I mean, education to Kevin and I are the most important thing. And so, and I mean, when I found out I was pregnant, I got books, and I got books about cribs and high chairs and mattresses I mean I can research to research to research so now schools are coming up and I'm like crap I'm gonna need medication I'm just I'm gonna research myself to death <laughs> go on um ask the moms for past experience and just go on yeah. your gut yeah There's, but I can't tell you homeschool's <laughs> probably out I just don't know that I have no. the patience for homeschool my girls do a three-day um two-day program where they go to school three days and they are homeschooled two of the days oh even the two days is when I have to do it. So normally our nanny does it, but when I have to do it, such that's a interesting. I didn't me. realize you could split that. That's kind of I, I struggle with that because I have a, a good friend who homeschooled, um, and I just feel like they miss out on that interaction. Yeah. And I feel like that socialization is so important. But I also feel like there are things that I kind of want to teach him, yeah. and I, things that you know I, I want him to know from me in your way. Yeah. 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 Well, Delaine, I really appreciate you joining me today. We've been trying to match up schedules. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. All right, it's time for Ask Kelly. Remember that you can submit your questions on my Twitter, Earnhardt Kelly, and use the hashtag Ask Kelly. All right, our first question is from Big Joe 88 What was your favorite ride at Disney World? My favorite ride at Disney World was the Aerosmith roller coaster. I think we rode that probably three or four times in a row. 
just really fun. And probably my most favorite part of it was the music. <laughs> it was just really cool. At Leanne23, what item in your closet would you never get rid of? This was a hard question for me. I'm going to say just jeans and jackets. I wear a lot of jackets. I feel like it kind of dresses my jeans up for work and whatnot. But I can't think of anything in my closet that I've had a long time or that I would keep that I would just say, I've got to hang on to this. I wear shoes out like no tomorrow. I can't even usually get them past a season. Pretty much the same thing for clothes. I just, I don't have anything that I could put put my finger on that says, hey, I've had that for a long time and I'll never move it. <laughs> At Travel Dora, what is on your travel bucket list? I want to go to Hawaii. LW and I have talked about it for quite some time and I hope that we get to take a anniversary trip there someday. Hint, hint. <laughs> At Cap Tiger, do you guys get to go to church? We um, do have the opportunity to go to church. Now, most of the drivers, you know, kind of been speaking for Dell Jr., don't get that opportunity, but there's a great program through the racing, uh, which is Motor Racing Outreach. Uh, we call it MRO. And they provide services on the race weekends. They provide an activity center for the kids that's Christian-based and do a lot of functions just within the whole year. It's kind of our church community as it relates to the, the racing industry. So that's pretty cool. At HRH0308, does Carson have any rules to keep racing, such as chores, homework, grades? If you ask Carson, she'll probably tell you no, but actually this year we implemented the grades rule um, because that was probably the one thing. She does pretty good around the house, does what we ask her to do, uh, you know, keeps her room straight and all those good things. But as it related to her grades, she kind of would take the easy way out. And, and so we implemented a, you have to be at this grade or above in order to keep racing. And that seems to have worked pretty well. I've got a couple final thoughts for you, if you don't mind. They're just real quick, okay. um, one or the other type of thing. Okay. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Beach or mountains? Beach. Dogs or cats? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> I told Amy last week it says or. <laughs> Heels or flats? Oh, flats. Massage or facial? Oh, massage. Cook or eat out? Eat out. This one. <laughs> we just talked about that over the weekend. That's a good thing for Outback for you guys. Uh -huh. huh? <laughs> Dress or jeans and tee? Either or, but, uh, you know, like uh, today I'm in a maxi dress. I think those are more comfortable. And, and my style, I know you're, you're either or, but my style <laughs> is completely changed now that I don't have to go into an office and flats or anything. Yeah. Wedges, if I have to chase after Keelan, somebody's <laughs> getting hurt. So I'm as comfortable and casual. Love jeans and a t-shirt and tennis shoes, but I like maxi dresses and flip-flops. Yeah. I was actually, I pulled up your Pinterest just to, I, I, I'm on Pinterest. I never pin things hardly. I when I when it first came out, I got there, and you have tons of dresses on your clothing one. I love tons em. of dresses. But I, I'll <laughs> pin. I mean, you know, when he's napping or I'm yeah. sitting there, you know, on the flight, yeah. I'll pin things. I'm the queen of pinning stuff, and then yeah. I forget I pin it. Right. But, um, Me too. <laughs> but I love dresses. I and not, not. I don't like to get dressed up, but I like to be comfortable. Yeah. And I think maxi dresses are yeah. super comfortable. Agree. City girl, country girl, country girl. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today on Fastlane Family. Appreciate everybody joining us, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 